0: Welcome to Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm your founder and host, Donnie McCarty. On today's episode, we have Steve Foster from the Johnson City Country Club joining us. Steve, why don't you go ahead and say hey to the dudes.
1: Hey, dudes. Uh, glad to be on the podcast today.
0: Looking forward to it. And, uh, Steve, why don't you go ahead and tell
1: the guys real quick just what you do over at the Country Club just so they know a little bit about you. I'm the head of golf course superintendent out there at Johnson City Country Club, and uh, we take care of the 100 the acre property that we have there, and uh, it's, it's, it's quite a joy. Oh, I bet. Property's great.
0: Um, We're going to definitely dive into a little bit about the course, what it looks like in your job as we go along. But first, let's go ahead and jump into our podcast rundown so you all know what we're talking about today. All right. First up, we're going to be talking uh, to Steve and just kind of getting to know him a little bit more about the daily routine of what he does at his job. We're going to cover some league notes before we then jump back into our interview section with Steve. That's where we're going to be figuring out what's the favorite part of his job. He's going to tell us a little bit about the renovation that's been going on at Johnson City and a little bit about his work history and how he got there. So I'm looking forward to getting to know a little bit about you. This will definitely be the most that we've talked together um, at any point, so it's always kind of fun getting to do this in a yeah, podcast. Most setting. Most um, after that, we're going to do a little bit of the two-man championship recap i um, just going to kind of discuss how that tournament played out for us this uh, couple weekends ago. We also have some great uh, audio from Jeremy Beechner. Uh, while the guys were warming up on the range before the final round, he uh, stood with me and gave some commentary on everyone's swings. And uh, if you know the dudes, uh, we had some good ones, and some didn't look so great, and I'm sure uh, you guys will get a chuckle of what Jeremy's takes on those are. Uh, after that, we're going to wrap this up with Hazard Time. That's where for about five minutes, me and Steve are just going to kind of rapid fire, just open end questions, whatever we want, just to kind of finish up the pod. So looking forward to this, and let's go ahead and dive on in. Perfect. All right, Steve. Uh, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Like, what what makes you tick outside of golf? Uh, you got a family where you live? Uh, originally from uh, California. We made it out to uh, Tennessee in 2006. We've been out in, the, out in the area. I was up at Red Tail Mountain for about 10 years. And uh, then we made our way back down to Johnson City area. Um, I'm married, have a wife that's very supportive. Um, in in the golf business, it's a lot of long hours, a lot of long days. I mean, we get there before sunrise, and and a lot of times uh, don't leave till after sun, sunset. Yeah. So, um, very supportive. Uh, we've been together 23 years. Um, have a couple couple fur people, a couple cats. <laughs> Other than that, uh, no kids. But. Uh, Enjoy golf. I, I play a lot of golf. I do like to watch uh, football and stuff. This time of year is, is my season. i l- like the NFL and I'm a huge Steeler fan. So, oh man, don't like to hear that. <laughs> Guess we'll be cutting this one short. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: messing. Up. I'm a
1: Pats but, fan myself. Okay. Right, um, well, you know, big, big game this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the glory days may be yeah. behind us for a little bit for both of our teams, Correct. respectively. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, there was, we had some really good runs. I don't know if you remember, I'd say maybe five, six years ago, um, New England had to go to Pittsburgh. Uh, I went up for that game with my dad, who's a Pats fan. Oh, really? One of my really good friends who's in the league with me, Zach Cutson, he's a Steelers fan. And so we knew that that car ride coming back home to Tennessee was going to be long for one of us. I sure. It was just for Zach, but <laughs> that was the game where New England picked it off in the end zone to seal it up.
1: And... Boy, that that was a hostile environment up there. Yeah, most definitely And Tom Brady definitely got the most of us for, for the most part so. <laughs> you know knows. what? I, I
0: my mom's family's from that area of Pennsylvania. They it, it made for some fun banter growing up, uh just going back and forth yeah. between them because I mean there was plenty of times along the ways where I thought we were the better team and then y'all would put a thorn in our side and I mean it there was definitely some good battles there. There definitely was some good battles, so um, college
1: football wise, who do you root for? I'm not really a big college football guy. Okay, um, you know, originally from California, I mean, there was Cal, Stanford, and, and, but and, but it just really wasn't wasn't what I found when I got out here in 2006. I mean, just Vols and and, and all the SEC stuff. It just it, it just seems different. You know, I definitely you know, I think definitely feel it different on the East Coast for sure.
0: I, I have a couple of other buddies I know on the West Coast, and they're like like who watches college football? And I'm like. Sigh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love the NFL; really enjoy it. Yeah. College is also pretty great. So I think it's crazy when, you know, people are just like eh, whatever about college. So
1: it is, and I mean, and out west, I mean, you got USC. I mean, yeah. down in Southern California, it's 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 a lot bigger. I, I was I was born and raised in Northern California, so like I said, yeah, Cal, Stanford. I mean, they have gotten better over, and, and they have had a few players out there, but it, well, it's not a huge. I also feel like it's tough in that area of the country. There's so much to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to i really feel like to generate like a super loyal like college football fan base yeah i mean especially in the southern cal area i mean it's not like ucla fans they're they're some of the most fair weather fans out there correct um but uh so steelers there what other sports are you into
1: that's it Play yep. like i said play golf um it's pretty simple yeah <laughs> you got a favorite golfer you like to watch or you watch much golf or you just like to play it I, I like to play it. I like to watch it. I, I used to be a big Tom Watson fan. I mean, sure. I, I was, I was, I was diehard Tom Watson. Freddie Couples, both, of, both those guys were, uh, were, 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 were who I looked up to. I mean, they, they were, they were some good. I remember Tom at, the, you know, missing that last putt at, at at St Andrews when he when he missed, you know, winning that British last British Open at mm-hmm. like sixty or whatever. So it was.
0: Geez, that's a. Uh... I'm glad I'm, when I play golf, I'm not in those type of pressure moments ever. Exactly. God, <laughs> I'd crumble. Uh, uh, man, I couldn't imagine the pressure of having those shots to win a tournament like that. that no, be. Been...
1: I couldn't either. Like I said, I, I used to play pretty well, yeah. but uh, I just enjoy getting out and playing now. Yeah, so. that's good.
0: Um, let's go ahead and uh, jump into just a couple brief league notes, and then we'll go ahead and jump into our interview section. So coming up, Uh, october 8th at uh, the bristol the golf club of bristol we're having our member guest tournament that's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be 18 holes Uh, looking forward to having a bunch of our members show up to this as well as meeting a bunch of new people and hopefully soon to be new members Um, we have a cap of 26 teams for this and so far we have 11 spots filled up and we're about to officially open registration um, I guess if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, it opened up last night at 8 o'clock, so make sure to jump on that. Uh, and registration for that will be closing the Sunday prior to the tournament. After that, we'll be getting into new member registration just over the next couple months. That's where we'll be actively you know, recruiting and looking to build to... Basically, this great thing we have going right here with the Dudes of Hazards. We're really excited to take on a lot of new members. We've had a lot of our current members reaching out to their friends, telling them about it. So this is kind of that time. And over the next couple months to, you know, those buddies you have that are interested in playing and joining us, going on some of these great trips that we go on, uh, that's the time to get them really interested. So Will Shelton is our director of membership. So any things uh, membership-related that you want to reach out to him, that would be great can also reach out to Mark Byler for any um, related instances, also regarding membership, getting people interested in the league. All right, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to take a quick little ad break and then we'll jump back into the episode. All right, welcome back to the episode. Um, let's go ahead and just dive on in. Steve, I know we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, let's just go ahead and first dive in and tell me a little bit about your work history and how you got to this point of where
1: you're at in your career. I started out real young. I've been around golf ever since probably five, six years old. I mean, and, uh, got in the golf business really early. Um, been a superintendent or assistant superintendent now for 32 years. So it's, uh, I originally started out, like I said, out in California, out West, um, worked my way through a few courses out there. And then, uh, we moved out here in, like I said, 2006 and, uh, was up at red tail mountain for about 10 years. And then, uh, came down to Tri-Cities, and then Johnson City opened up, and it was kind of like a dream job for me to, to, to see that open. So, I mean, went all in at it and uh, was fortunate enough to get it, and uh, I feel honored to be at, at a Tillinghouse Design golf course, and yeah. then especially where, you know, we've been able to go ahead and start to, to work on a project. So, I mean, it, it's I feel I feel very lucky and fortunate to, to have that opportunity.
0: That's awesome. Uh, so 32 years, so that's, that's a minute. Uh, I imagine the technology and the tools at your hands uh, – has changed a little bit since you first arrived so tell us a little bit about that and what that's looked like over your uh, career
1: yeah just the equipment and everything has just changed i mean we went from used to just have kind of what i call basic mowers and and so on and so forth and now you know our fairway mowers have computers on them greens mowers can be tracked i mean you there's a jd link on them so you can tell where mowers are on, on on the course and where you guys are and you can tell if they've skipped a green or something and then you know nowadays with uh cell phones and pictures and stuff i mean back then when i started we didn't have cell phones and stuff i mean, it was the big old army cell phones. so yeah. um just to to be able to 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 go ahead and uh just see how it has evolved it's it's been quite amazing yeah oh i bet most definitely what's um
0: i know off off the mic just a little bit ago we were talking about it like some drones um i know you're you're wanting one for johnson city what are some things that you know people maybe don't realize that you might be doing with that drone work
1: yeah drone uh would would be would be such a valuable uh, valuable tool to a golf course superintendent you're able to go out there and uh you can map out your square footage on your greens you can uh take it up there and 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 see it from different levels of of, and you can actually see hot and dry hot spots um, localized dry spots on greens and stuff so it's 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 very valuable you can go ahead and uh, show the golf course off in in the spring summer and fall get different takes of it you know see how your grass is coming in and so on and so forth it's it's a that's a very valuable tool that a superintendents are really really looking into and I, I really like to get a drone and be able to to show some of that off at Johnson City I spe- especially out there with some of the some of the aerials that we could get from it um, really would be qu- quite advantageous I,
0: I bet yeah. the uh, when I look at this I guess over the course of your career so we see Johnson City how it looks nowadays. Did courses used to look like that 30 years ago, and it just took maybe more man hours and a little more labor on your guys' end? Or could we not get courses as nice back then as we can nowadays?
1: Yeah. You could, but I mean, it, it, it was a little bit. We all, that was the struggle. We always had more people back then, so it took more people to do what, what you do. doing. Now, nowadays, you, you don't have the big size crews or whatever, but but some of the equipment has has become more specialized. So, you know, you're able to go ahead and, and, and get more things done with with certain pieces of equipment that that do help you out and 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 so on and so forth with that. Um, but it, it's always it's always been a challenge.
0: Oh, I I guarantee mm-hmm. it. Uh, That's some stuff uh, we'll get into in a little bit. I imagine there's just a lot of parts of your job that the average guy that's coming out twice a month, picking up the clubs five minutes before his round, he's just not considering some of the work that goes into the job out there. No, he's he's not. He's (laughs)
1: not considering the work. I mean, you're getting there at 530 in the morning, you know, it's dark, and and, and you're trying to prep that golf course, you know, to make it the best condition it can be for – for for the daily pl- for the daily play and uh, and all that goes into it I mean there's a lot behind the scenes that people just yeah probably just don't realize about. yeah you know they come out and we want them to enjoy it but I mean there's so many things that you have to be thinking about you know not just that day next day next week so on and so forth just it's all timing and stuff so
0: sure so actually I think that'd be a great thing to kind of talk about so when you get there let's just say on your average uh, Saturday morning Sunday morning. What's that what's that day look like for you where, you know, maybe we don't have a tournament, but the members are coming out for some play. It's a nice, you know, September, Saturday morning. What's your day look like for you out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, my goal and always has been is to try to make the golf course, you know, as even if we don't have a tournament, we want to make it as tournament ready as as possible, you know, because there's there's members that that are not able to play in tournaments so they can't experience, but we want them to experience that golf course yeah. that way on a daily basis. So we try to strive for that. Obviously during the week there's things that's got to get fit in there and stuff, but but we can get, we get in there early and, and, and it's pretty much predominantly a day to set up the golf course. So we'll get in, uh, we'll cut greens, we'll roll the greens, do things that we would do for a tournament and go ahead set pins rake wreck, wreck bunkers and stuff so we want to put that golf course on that weekend especially as as it it was a tournament you know obviously you remember member guest and there's a few other tournaments that you do do a few extra things yeah. come in work early in the morning work late at night cutting and doing those things and you don't do that on every weekend but uh predominantly on the weekend we want to make sure that we're we have that thing as, as, as dialed in as possible. That's awesome. So early in the morning, you're getting there and cutting.
0: Uh, what what do you guys kind of do once we the members actually start getting out there and start playing it? Are you guys still trying to do projects and just kind of bounce around on the holes maybe members aren't at? Or what does that look like for you guys?
1: On the weekends, we're pretty much just get everything set up and, and, and let let the members enjoy the golf course. All our work is pretty much done during the week, nice. you know, as far as everything else on that. But on the weekends, it's mainly set up the golf course, make it as, as – as, Play, I mean, as tournament ready as it can awesome. be, and, and and then let members enjoy it, enjoy the experience for the day. Very cool.
0: So I guess then maybe let's use a day. I don't know like Monday, the club's closed. What's a, what's a Monday look like for you guys? I bet imagine that's that's a probably a pretty busy day with not too many people out
1: there in your way. Yeah, and I'm fighting for those Mondays to be to be more closed because I mean we'll we'll get and we'll have ten or fifteen players, but um, when I originally got in the business back in in the in ninety um I, I worked at a, a, a country club in in my local town and uh we were closed every monday and it's just that's just a big project day it's a day i can go out and if i want to vent greens or yeah. or if i want to top dress or do those things that so i can do those things that the members don't see but they'll see the results of it but they won't actually see me out there doing you know a project sure. or whatever so I, i'm striving to get the more mondays closed uh between tyler and the stuff working together we've been trying to work on that and I, th- I think it'll be more advantageous for the country club to be able to to let us get out there and, and, and really hammer out on some mondays and stuff and get some get some work done nice um
0: what's your favorite part of your job
1: i, I just i just like making the golf course just look look good yeah. i mean you know i mean you know and, and that kind of probably sounds a little funny but i mean it's just you know i, I go around like i said I have, I, have the, I have the camera in the pocket and i probably have probably 5,000 pitches on there, and I've only been at Johnson City for just over a year, you know. Wow. Um, but, you know, it, it's really a, a joy for me to go out and, and and make that golf course look good on a daily basis, you know. And, and this year has been, you know, since I got there, has been a little bit, you know, we got into construction and stuff, but um, we, we've done well at it, and, and we've been able to keep it open and everything through that. But uh, just, tr- just try to make the golf course – You know, stand out. Yeah. That's something I've really
0: appreciated is so I I joined out there in November of last year, so haven't really I mean, been a member for less than a year still. And it was nice with this project going on that I gotta play it during the winter, during the spring before you guys started. So I actually gotta like see what it looked like beforehand. And I mean, just to brag on you, the difference now. I mean it helps that it's no longer brown. I mean that's obviously a nice but out excusing that stuff. The, the course just looks awesome. Like, I love having people come out and play. I'm sure you see I'm out there quite a bit. You're yeah. you bringing some buddies. And uh, all the time it's like, man, we just love coming and playing out here. Like, it looks so good. The greens and especially, like, the new bunkering is this – get bragged on every time now actually that's not true some people are cursing your bunker <laughs> but uh
1: that, they are. that was by design though they I'm are sure. but i think i, I think <laughs> one, you know once they you know they, they take time to mature in this is yeah. a construction year for, for it and by the time we get you know the sand work to where it needs to be and packed yeah. in and and some people get over just you know experiencing the high lift that they see you know if you if you go in the old bunkers they were high lips too. Yeah, they- but 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 they were able to, you know, maybe if they scolded, it would mm-hmm. bounce out. Now you go, you've got that, you've got that grass lip coming down. But that's more what that golf course was supposed to be. with. Tomlin yeah. has to design. If you look at go back and look at old till has photos from from a lot of his courses that he d- had done it was the kind of bunkering that we've put back in place you know they, they redid the greens and i don't know exactly the year but in the sometime in the mid 80s mm-hmm. and they redid the greens and that's when those those bigger bunkers came that's a that's an 80 or 90 style bunker that's out there so you know now that we've been changing that you know I think it's bringing it back more to the, yeah. you know, historic nature that it, that it should be.
0: I, I love the new bunkers. I mean, I think they look great. They're definitely, I mean, I, I find them challenging, but you know, <laughs> it's nice to have something that that's gonna have to make you work a little bit out there. Because, like you know, I've told people, it's not the longest course. If you can hit the ball pretty long, you can get up in there close. But if you are gonna get sloppy with those approach shots. um that's the thing some
1: havoc for you that's the thing we can't we can't create the length of Johnson. no you can't so it's, yep. it's not one and, and and if you look back at Tillinghouse, it, he was a second second shot you yeah.
2: know.
1: so that's where we are we're not you know we don't have the length off a of tee but it's, it's into the greens and then yep. you know now having the bunkers a little bit smaller but positioned you know a little bit different um it, it brings a, a new skill level into it but it, it brings it back to what it's supposed to be yeah you know so I, I i feel good about them i i think people are a little intimidated but i think that you know as it as it as it matures on yep. you know the ball will start to become to bounce off that lip you know as we be able to get that the grass to come in except we're only about four or five months into the yeah know, which on, is crazy and a couple of holes only you know two two three months so, yeah you know everything's got to establish mature and, and, and get to where it needs to be so i um I don't know a ton about this so I mean I'm learning a lot
0: as we're having this conversation and I imagine the vast majority of our listeners are probably learning quite a bit too so when you're talking about these bunkers like settling in, how long does that really take for them to be at their peak? Like these are ready to be like showcased. They're great, amazing, good to go.
1: Yeah, we'll come out next season and we'll, we'll be dialed in. Nice. I mean, it, it, you know it, this 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 year. Um, you know we were fortunate to to do all this. All we really brought in. We, we, we've been working with a great architect, Mike Young, and and we brought a shaper in, but. We've done all this in-house with with, with, a, with a small crew, which, which well, they have been amazing. Yeah. I mean, five, six guys at times. But I really have a really, really strong crew that really gets it and really, you know, it, it takes pride in what they're doing. But to try to do all that and do that project in-house and, and, and everything that goes into it with the drainage and and then laying the sod and, and, yeah. and everything. And then also trying to keep the golf course open it's been a challenge but the, the guys have really dug in and, and I'm, I'm so proud of them
0: I'm i i'm amazed by the progress that's been made out there i mean i feel like in those first couple months it was moving a little slower but that was a lot of just weather related yeah and then at one point it was just like bam 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 these holes were just getting like knocked i mean i yeah. was like oh wow like this, this is some quick turnaround um so when you're doing these holes kind of tell me a little bit about what like a what your step-by-step kind of process was because you know i think people think like uh, just throwing some more sand in there and it's making the
1: bunker saw and it's like nah, there's a lot more than that yeah, so was, tell me about it there there was a lot i mean like i said we had a shaper in there and he and he takes he takes the land and, and moves it around and 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 that's where one of the exciting things we're getting ready to start back into it and, and we're, and we're going to do the in-house f- for the next phase of it and and, and that's one of my one of the things I love is to get out there and and, and put my my stamp on it yep. but um yeah you, you move the dirt around and and, you, and then you carve out the bunker but then once you carve the bunker out now you got to get in and you got to do the drain work so you got to lay the rock and tile in there so then you've got guys that are bringing rock tile and you put all your pops in and your drains and then after you're doing your drains you get them all leveled. then you start to bring the sand in and then you know you you, you get that leveled out but then you're bringing sod in and a lot of the areas we probably laid. 80 something thousand square feet of sod so i mean we Jeez. you know we, we laid eight eight or nine trucks yeah so i mean just in, in the summer so on the 10 holes we did so it was you know guy you get a truck of sod you know you, you got to get your guys up in the morning they're like uh, you know we got ni- <laughs> we got 18 19 20 pallets depending on the weight if they had it if it was wet we were getting it out of north carolina yeah so you know depending on on if it rained or whatever on it you know the truck can either bring anywhere from 18 to 20 pallets of sod but uh you get and it's all got to go out in one day so, I mean, you get guys yeah. that are, you know, I mean, the guys really, really pushed through it. And, uh, I mean, I I, I I, can't thank them enough.
0: So, I, I'm imagining holes 1, 10, 18. Those were probably a bear to lay some sod on from the work I saw. Would I be correct in assuming that? Yeah.
1: 18, I wasn't there for 18. No, sorry, not
0: 18, 9. I've yeah, it,
1: nine, 9 we moved a lot. Yeah. I mean, 9. 9. And, that, and that's why things <laughs> took longer. I mean, 9 really moved a lot. I mean, we re- moved yep. a lot of the mounting on it. Uh, we rerouted a lot of the – lot of a lot of the water around the green so mm-hmm. we can take it down and, and that's where we made that retention pond you know above the third green to help hold back water because we're trying to drain the parking lot and everything that's the things you don't think of. we did, awesome. We only did a hole but we also had to move all the water yeah. from the parking lot and we had to find it and get it to an area and then hold it back and then try to keep across the golf course which there's still going to be some more work to be done in in those in those areas sure well that's incredible i I remember
0: like when nine was like ready and like open for play and everything I was like dude this this is pretty awesome like, yeah n- nine nine's a great looking hole I feel like now
1: nine like, I, and i love it i i I can't take enough pictures of eight i mean I come over eight's, eight and and, and eight's and amazing and it's got the two it's got the one little pot there and then it's got the it's got the little sideways bunker and then and then you got the one off to the right there and then it's got that the little area that we're growing up high in front of it it's kind of it, it, it just once you crest that hill you it's know, so good yeah
0: it's the good. i think five's great too now like i love the new bunkers in front of five i just I, I think they look they look really great right through there and then another one that jumps into mine is 10 yeah i love oh i love my buddies the first time they're playing and they know their miss is short and right and they're like what the fuck is this? And yeah. I'm like,
1: Yep, yeah, well, I uh, might well, want to aim a little further left than normal, I guess, this time. Yeah, we, we got over, a hold of it. <laughs> and, and and we got over on 10, and, and on 10, we got over there, and 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 we were talking about two maybe bunkers over there, or, and one, and we threw it around, and I'm like, I got with the architect. I'm like, well, what happens? I mean, like, has did that. I mean, like, well, let's put us... You know, a yeah. series of bunkers in here, and, and you'll see that in a lot of his golf courses. And then we threw those five pots in there, and then we do that one to the left. And, and and me and Tyler have talked about it. we really want to put one in the back of ten. I think I think it'll, I think it'll come. Don't, in. You don't do have nice. to do that. So <laughs> where,
0: where, where your at's good for right now? Um, no, that's good. That ten's a great one. What? So I guess out of these holes that we you have done so far, what's the one that turned out like? The, 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 what's your best hole that you guys have done out there so far?
1: Like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of nine and and, and eight. The bunker yep. in around eight, and uh, but I, I'm kind of part. I mean, I, I like ten. I mean, I can go in. I mean, yeah. one was kind of simple. It's just got the one bunker, so I mean, it's not. Yeah. But if you go into three now, if you look at it, yeah, I mean, when you three's you know, awesome. You, you come up to the green side, and, and, and those those fit in there. So, and, and and five, five has really came in. Five's taken me a little time to get. You know, it, it took a little while. We, 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 we they're a little bit bigger there, and in the front, and it took a little bit longer for that sod to come in on them. But um, it, it's really taking shape there, and it was really a challenge to drain because that being so low there, we couldn't raise the. You know, we couldn't raise the bunkers up high enough to get the fall that we needed. So you get into the drainage, and I mean, I could oh. talk forever on it, and oh yeah, you to death. But um, you, you know, when when you look at that bunker, you also got to f- figure you got to go down another five, six, eight inches before ten inches before you figure out you know that's where your drain tile is. So you, you've got to also have that depth to, to move the water out. So so
0: you're saying about five to eight inches is what your average golfer is standing on. and and sand
1: and sand sand, we're we're about five inches of sand five to six inches of sand but then below that below that surface we'll have that drain pipe in there you know and they're eight to ten inches in so you gotta you you know when you're cutting that drain in that you'll you'll have that 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 there in the bunker too so man you don't think about those things but that's all what's under there so so they don't hold water and we've been through every rainstorm that we've had and we've had quite a few we have this year this year you know it started out real slow june we couldn't get couldn't get rain to Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, we ended up July and and, and August again, but uh, don't hold a drop of water. So, and then you still got the 11, 14, the ones we haven't touched yet, which we're getting ready to. And they're like little swimming pools.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. The, um, I was trying to, 13. I, I think 13 looks so much better now. And I love where the clubhouse is behind, kind of that back right, that area. It's just, that's, that holds a lot better because that one I always remember when it would rain, would just that that would just hold water. Yeah,
1: and 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 once again, we're we're in an area there where it was real tough to drain. uh So far, we've had the success. We, we've got a, you know, a plan if it if it starts to, to hold or something, we're going to you know have to do some pits or whatever. But, but it's worked. So I mean, I, I'm like, and we've been through some hardest rains that you know that I've had since I've been there. So yeah. I think it's going to be 13s. I, yeah. Thirteen, is really good. Plus and the way the rough's coming up around yeah, it, and now we've got the shaved area to the left with the, the two fescue areas.
0: I want to do it, more of that. It, it's awesome. Um, and then just kind of working the way through the course a little bit to uh, sixteen. I I find that sixteen now for me, uh, I score a lot better now, because I I guess I would just leave. Boy, if you don't drive, let's say you take a conservative shot out to the fairway, you're still left like having to hit a pretty accurate number. And I feel like for me, I've just a lot of times dump it just a little short and would always end up in one of those bunkers or just now I just feel like it's a lot more playable. And if you end up in the bunker, then it's like, well,
1: that's on you. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's a, that's that's the a U problem,
1: definitely. Uh, and and then sixteen, where we've taken that. See, sixteen is that that tricky green that that, that yep. goes away from you. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not like most of our greens yeah. there, but but it is that green that does that does fall away from you there. But now where we've made that swale come all the way across, it used to just be there on the left. Now we, we we've kind of got that little valley of in there, so it kind of gives you that area, but it's it allows you to make some different shots out of it. So it does. It's not so. It's not. It's a uh, little different than having that the big bunker there that just.
0: Yeah. yeah, Was that a place? It, it was. The six, 16's great now. I think that's one that a lot of pe- people have always liked that hole. But now that it's been redone, that's one that gets bragged on all the time. Yeah, And then, you know, I don't know if the bunkering really changed much for me on the way I played 17. But 17 just looks so much better now.
1: Yeah. Like, I it, mean, those it bunk- just it, it just looks it looks so much better. The bunkers behind the green were never ever going to be able to be drained. I mean, you no. cannot drain them through a green. You know, we got the that, that's the one little area that we do have the pond in front. So I mean, it just it, there was nowhere to go with that water. Yeah, um, those bunkers really didn't fit back there. I yeah. mean, I, I like it better as the, the chipping area. And and, and and next year once that fescue comes in the back. And and then we're going to grow that fescue off to the left, so that that hole will become like it's almost like its own hole again. So That's awesome. and, and with some of the high grass, as we do that, I think I think that'll that'll create the visual look around the club that too that that that, that will separate some of these things, and it's not really a playability problem. It'll no. just be more of a more of a visual.
0: Yeah, I, I think that looks so good on some of our holes. Like I I love the, the I guess the area between like ten and thirteen, kind of up in there. Um, I just – I don't know. There's a lot of good areas to yeah. where it looks good on the course. Um, I agree. So, what holes do we have left to do? You said 11 and 14. I think – that's see there's four total that we're left to do. No, there's six, actually. Six. Okay. We, we're
1: we're going to get into 11 and 14. Uh, like I said, Mike's coming back in on the 21st. We're air greens on greens on the 19th and 20th, and then he comes back in on Wednesday, and we're going to go ahead and mark out uh, – uh, uh, 11 14 and 12 probably and we'll kind of tackle that we're gonna break into that here this fall and then we'll then we'll move over to we got two four and six from there and and four's got the, the.
0: yeah okay so 11 so i guess 11's bunkers what, what are we looking like seeing out of those? kind of those those are i feel like it's very interesting having two big bunkers or what i would consider bigger bunkers stacked the way they are on the right side yeah of
1: 11. 11 11's gonna change it, and and mike is just I'm thrilled to death for it. And I don't know if you got to kind of pitch her back into it, but he is he's told me this ever since I've met him. That 11 could be our best hole, and he's going to I, kind of make it like a Riviera 10th hole. So, um, you know, where the green sits there and it sits at the angle, but then the kind of a little bit of a, a cluster of bunkers in front and then, yeah. you know, some down towards the front. is going to be a, an amazing hole, I think. When I mean, he has such a vision for it, and I, I look forward to, to diving I, into that.
0: I love 11. That's like, for me, I always play the back nine better than I do the front. So I'm like, when I'm out there, I'm like, all right, I just I just got to grind my way through the front, then make it through 10. I don't play 10 great. It's just, it's a little really? bit longer for a par four for me, not a very long hitter. So I'm like, eh, like kind of just got to play it a little more conservatively. But as soon as 11 hits, I'm like, all right, it's on the rest of yeah. the day. And I'm ready to get after it. And like, I play 11. I think that's like my second or third best played hole out at the country club. Like each time I'm like, all right, this, this is mine. And so yeah. like, I'm really excited. Cause I already love the way it is now. And I'm yeah. like, it's only going to be better. Right. So I, I think 11 going to be, I wouldn't say it's my favorite hole, but it, it, it's what starts the back nine off being really fun for me. Um, and so I, I'm, I love the round, especially hitting eleven on. Yeah,
1: and everything that he he wants to do and that he's told me he wants to do on eleven, I think it's going to become you know one of our better one of our better holes. I like it, but I think it's really going to that's really awesome stand out. And then
0: fourteen, we got the two big bunkers again, and we kind of just going smaller on that.
1: Yeah, we're going smaller. You know, we got we got that long, and, and you know, we're back and forth on some fairway bunkers, and and, and okay. maybe a tree or something out there. You know, maybe maybe going away and, and 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 give us a little more landing area out to the left, and so on and so forth. And then we'll go ahead and 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 put a longer tee back there for for the yellow tees. I mean, now that we've removed some of that area behind there, we're gonna yep. make that hole a wee bit longer. But
0: okay. And then when we're looking at um, two, that doesn't have any bunkers on it. So what, what are we looking like Two's there? Two's
1: not. Uh, um, Mike wants to do like a a coffin bunker in the back that's going to be grass. You know, it won't be sand. Okay. But um, mainly on two, we're going to take it down that mounting in front because, you know, where the tees play now, the green doesn't set up right. The the green really sets up to play from – over to the right, behind one green, and and, yeah. we're, and we're also are going to play with some tees over there, and kind of give the membership an option to see what's what's going oh, on. Wow. Now we got to move some trees, so that, you know that that's going to take a little bit more. But but we, I want to give them a vision over there, so I'm going to kind of cut out some tees and, and and let them see what that could play. That hole really plays good from there, and and it, and it would be short, but a short par three is not a bad thing. No, who, I, who's getting mad about that when they're playing? Exactly. I'm like, all right, this is a exactly. good chance for a
0: bird. I'm but not really um. Mad.
1: From the tees that it's coming from, we're gonna that that mounting all in front will, yeah. will come down. It's gonna have that roll too. It's gonna kind of look more like it, the greens perched up, but you're gonna be able to see the whole green surface as, awesome. up, as opposed to what now is because it kind of plays tough. I mean, it's, yeah, no, the, the green is not 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 deep at all. No, and then like I said, we are gonna do kind of a golf, uh, coffin bunker in the back with grass that that kind of can somewhat hold some shots that that they do they do go over. But
0: nice, that'll be a lot of fun. And then uh, – so I guess the other two that we mentioned were four. What what are we seeing – what are we looking like on four? Four, four is the hot
1: topic because of, yeah. of the tree to the left, so I don't want to – Okay, don't want to – I mean, I on. know what I would like to do with it. I mean, you know, I, I trees – you know, from a golf course superintendent, I mean, when you have a tree that close to the green, that 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 is a problem. Yeah. It's it always going to be a problem. I mean, if you go look at that area, that's why the grass – doesn't grow between yeah. you know the 100 the yards into the green that's why it's it's very limited there and and, and that tree just overhangs that green so, so when I, we're talking about that what what exactly is the tree doing to,
0: is it just soaking up all the nutrients that the grass really needs to grow in properly is, is that pretty much what correct we're that's
1: at? pretty much what it is it's, it's shaded area yeah um, you know predominantly our golf course is bermuda grass so yeah. i mean you can't grow bermuda grass in there that's all cool season grasses that are in, in between that which are not a bad thing, but it, the problem being is uh, the tr- that that tree is just sucking up everything. Yeah. And it's really taken away th- – I mean, if that tree was down, I mean, what we want to do with the hole would make it an incredible golf hole. I mean, you don't need a tree to make, it, no. to make a golf hey, hole. I, We can get rid of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't so, be mad about but it. I,
0: but I, I know there's some –
1: yeah, so, still some decisions to
0: be made there. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And then I guess leaving off would be Six. What are we looking like on Six? I know that's – you know, I, I, Six is always a tricky hole for me. I There's a club I want to hit on there, but it, it's one of those ones. It's a feast or famine. Like, I love to take my hybrid off the hole because if I do, I'm like, man, I'm going to have just like a little easy little wedge up. It'll be a piece of cake. But, boy, does it love to climb right up into those like, – I can't aim too far right, yeah,' then you're no. just gonna go throw it you know in an impossible shot to, or spot to hit a shot, so it's I always find six to be
1: a tricky hole to play, six is most definitely a tricky hole and and it really um and 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 once again we're getting into the trees and, and and i and I love hardwoods, i mean pine trees, different story with me, but when, you know we got the hardwoods along, but if you really go look at those trees that are alongside the left of six, yeah they're way too close to each other. And they're not they're not very healthy. Nope. I mean, so you know, if you go through there, you know, even when the wind doesn't blow much, you'll see branches that that fall out of oh, there yeah. all the time. If you were to remove those trees, yes, and, and and make that into an option, go for it. Drivable par four that goes from being just you know a seven iron wedge hole that just yep. So-so. Uh, yeah. And, and and we could have six could, could six really could be great. Six could be great. And then just like, you know, maybe a little pot bunker in the front. And then, like I say, we're going to reshape all the mounting below to kind of elevate that green. And then also make it those ch- low-lying chipping areas and, th- that are there. So Okay, th- nice. Some dirt moving there. I mean, the bunker, I-, I like it there. We've talked about it and then we've thrown it out so it's back and forth but um i I would like to see like some kind of little pot bunker right in front of right in front to separate where that green kind of separates it goes with the directions yep but uh we can really do some tree work there i'm i'm Uh, and and you got it and it's unfortunate you have to remove them but but if you go look at them i mean if you took them out and just left the one oak that we that we left in the fairway between five and six you'd have you'd have amazing home no
0: that's uh Tyler had mentioned that when he was on here when we recorded that there's some possibility of those trees being taken out. And I was like, um, I don't think you'd hear a lot of comp- – I mean, I'm sure you hear people complaining about taking trees out. But uh, at least uh, me over here, you can just know I got, I got, I got, you got a thumbs up behind you from me. So uh, Yeah,
1: and, and, I'm and, about and with it. trees, just from an agronomic standpoint, that, that's where I look at them from. Me. Yep. I mean, it, when, when they – when they, in, when they get in the way and, and don't allow you to grow healthy turf, sure, that's where I have a problem. Yeah. That's why you know the tree that we took down behind too. You know it was it, it was a beautiful oak tree, and I I I mean it, yeah, it didn't bother yeah. me other than it hung over and and you just con- I mean you constantly had acorns on the green, sure, virtually year round. So yeah. I mean and it was sucking up all the nutrients out of the back of the green. It's that green starting to take shape, and and by next season it, it'll be fully fully in back there.
0: Wow that's that's a lot going on right now with the current renovation project um let's switch topics for a little bit i have a few things i want to come back to that um but we can talk about something else here for a minute what's uh i know we said that the golfers that i think this was an off topic when we had the mics off uh on break but your average everyday golfer that they they play one or two times a month they take 10 swings with their driver on the range before the round and that's it what don't they know about what you kind of Do and put in behind the work, or what are some things that like these players could do a little bit better out taking care of the course uh, that helps you out with your job?
1: Yeah, just I mean, as far as what what players could do better to help, I mean, it's mainly ball marks. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the greens are you know we battle that you know because I mean we don't have time to go out and fix ball marks on greens before we mow or whatever. And and, and, and and sand and divots and those things. That's what a golfer could do. But but from what they don't understand what probably goes on behind the scene, they mm-hmm. they think of, you know, I grow grass in my yard and you know, I can grow it at two or three inches. Well, you know, the greens are cut at less than an eighth of an inch. So I mean I think that's know, insane. That's insane. So 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 to do that, that, that mower has to be checked daily. It has to be, I mean, you're talking about a real mower that has to be sharpened. So, I mean, you know, it's checked, it's put up there, it's put on an accu gauge, it's put at 0.125, all reels. It comes in every day, it gets the same check. When it's out, we got to pull that out, we got to grind it, we got to put it back on. And and you have that through, with all your mowers but i mean especially when you get into greens and stuff you know and then you know your spray programs that you got to get into and 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 how often you have to do that and and so you don't get your fungicides i mean i mean so you don't get your diseases and stuff so i um, think that's and and then your fertility and stuff that they don't think that all that goes on before they get there yeah so they can experience because we want to give them the best experience that you know they can have yeah so like i've seen places
0: um and and by no means is there's a, a dog, Adam, because this is one of my favorite courses, but Caledonia. They just caught a rough summer this year. They lost a bunch of their greens. Yeah. I guess had some fungus come in on that. Your average golfer probably like, like what? That's kind of crazy. So what what do you guys do to prevent like what do we do at the country club to make sure we're not having that happen to our greens?
1: Yeah, I mean we try and 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 I'm not going to I'm knock on wood, you know. I'm, yeah. we 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 try to put together a good program, you know, and yeah. we and we stick to it. And you know, I'm out there spraying every every week and, and and doing those things behind the scenes that people aren't seeing and and putting, you know, the different the different products out, you know, and and then trying to stay up with with the times, you know, and we all are. But you know, weather weather's is a big big thing that people don't think about, and 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 the weatherman will tell you one thing, but you know, you <laughs> the know, weatherman's try- never been wrong around here, right? He's never <laughs> been wrong, but we're trying to gauge on it, you know, and, and and then all of a sudden we put a spray out, and then you know we get a rain, so you know, and, and maybe we spend a thousand fifteen hundred dollars on that spray, you know, and, and it it, wow. could, it could be diluted down if it hasn't had you know the two three hours or up whatever time it needs to. have uptake into the plant so there's so many things that go on that you have to plan for think about every every day like i said you think about today you think about tomorrow you're thinking about next week and you're thinking about two months and and you're thinking about you know six months down the road and that's the same way with herbicides and pre-emergence and and so on and so forth so you got all those things that you got to put into plans and you try and 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 they work but then all of a sudden when they don't you know sometimes you get caught and it's unfortunate and 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 i feel bad you know and i'm not i we've all had a little 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 hiccups here and there but you know you try to stay on it as much as you can and 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 you know if you get stuff there's stuff out there that we can spray to you know stay ahead of the game but um it has to take in too so it's man uh, yeah so i was looking at the weather the next little stretch here is pretty sunny
0: um we got a pretty sunny stretch is that what you were seeing
1: it is it's pretty sunny and and and, and we got the member member this weekend so yep. I'm looking forward to that and then uh and then we get in and, and we kind of airify them, and and, yeah. and people are like, wow, why do you have to do that? But you know, that's that's, I, I mean, that's something I get excited about because that's time for me to let that, do something to let that grass breathe a little bit because yeah. you know we've been through a long summer, yeah, and 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 it needs we, we got to pull some of that out. We just did a verti um last week to, ahead of this so we can remove some of that thatch and get those things out that people just don't think about that you got to do for the. Because when you're taking care of that grass, it, like I said, less than an eighth of an inch, I mean, every little bit m- makes a difference. An eighth of an inch, that's, that's nothing. Like, that,
0: that's nothing. Right. So, well, yeah, I, I can't even fathom what goes in behind making that green that way where you're not just driving through and then just there's one little raised spot takes a big chunk out like I feel like that'd be so easy to make well you can and you change
1: cups every. you know you change cups four or five times a week so now you're moving that hole you so have to make you have to make did. sure that's precise to, to, to get Man. in there because that mower's coming right behind you or he's coming behind you the next day and, and if that's just off a little bit You'll scout plugs and stuff. So, I mean, I've got a guy that's been there thirty-five years. Does a great job changing cups and stuff. So, I mean, I, I'm fortunate to have an assistant that's been there so long. So, um, but th- all those things make a difference. Yeah. So.
0: so airification. What you know? I think you said golfers. They, they see that and they're like, oh, come on. What what exactly is airification doing for us? Why you said it's good for the golfer? You enjoy doing it. What's it actually providing?
1: It's, it's letting that plant breathe. It's letting that plant get that oxygen in there. It's letting that plant, um, you know, have that exchange, you know, of of, of of the compaction. You know, it's letting that compaction release, you know. Yep. Like I said, and it's mainly oxygen, you know, exchange and uh, allowing those roots to have that, that chamber to, to start to work through and, and, and get in. When I got to Johnson City Country Club, it probably had – took some – I mean, obviously, first thing you do is super, I mean, we all have different ways, but you get in there and you take a soil probe out there and you're looking at it and it's like, man, I'm sitting about two inches, you know, I'm like, of roots, you know, I'm like, ah, man, that's, it's going to be tough. I mean, that's going to make that plant in the heat, you know, struggle. So, um, I've I've had some fertilizer programs that I've 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 stuck with and, and and have some good guys I've met in the business and, and and some good real good products I use and go ahead and get in there and and and, and start applying them and I just took some soil probes the other day we probably got roots every bit of six inches down now so so and that that's, that, that's so what's going to help us through the summer you know yep. and, and 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 there's still stuff that we got to work on but um yeah we'll, we'll get there the uh, so you called it a verticut? Is that what you... Yeah, we went out and... Uh, what is that? We went out and vertical... It's where you're taking vertical... Instead of having reels on your mower, you, you have a series of uh, vertical blades on there. Mm-hmm. And we'll go ahead and, and we'll, we'll run that two ways. And, and, and you can see uh, all the thatches will take out of the ground. I mean, you're, yeah. you're taking that out and, and you're just removing... And with thatches, it's just, uh, it's just a dead, decaying layer that that okay. plant, as it just goes through its, yeah. its life cycle you know, cause the plants are living, breathing. Yeah. So, you know, it goes through that cycle. So you want to remove some of that. It allows that ter- that new turf grass to go ahead and, and, and kind of work into there. And, uh, plus it makes greens faster. And it's just one of the, it's, it's one of the many things you do on greens and stuff to make things faster. So
0: that's awesome. Right. Um, Man, that's, uh, that's a lot that yeah. people just, just aren't aware of. Um, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I yeah, mean, we could uh, get
1: into it. And I
0: mean, like I, I said, as far, as far as I'm looking around the time. We we, we we probably got about another 10, 15 minutes here to talk about kind of whatever else that you kind of think is good to share. I mean, I, I feel like I've learned a lot just from sitting here. Um, before we jump back into that, though, I do have a couple you golf questions. Okay. So you play a little bit or maybe not as much as you want. I know this renovations definitely had you busy. Um, but what do you, where, where do you like to play at? Um, where, where do you play the most at? And uh, got a favorite course around here. I know Johnson City is obviously going to be a sweet spot in your heart, but do you play anywhere else? Or? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, one of my favorite courses around the area, I'm, I'm down to Holston Hills and stuff. I mean, I, okay. I enjoy going down there and been down there a couple times and play. I haven't um, played there yet.
0: That's that's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a pretty out. good one.
1: Um Okay. I got over to the farm once or twice. Oh I mean, yeah, it's a it's, yeah. it's, it's a good one. <laughs> uh, I I just enjoy getting around. Yeah, I mean I, I do. There, a little course up in up up in the hill mountain Glen. I love low mountain Glen. Love mountain Glen. Glen, love, mountain Glen. Awesome. love mountain Glen. I love when people have played mountain Glen. I feel yeah. like it's
0: one that you're you got to be more than just a casual golfer yeah. to to get up there. Yeah. To go you know commits to an hour drive. But man, it's, it's that is such a fun course. I. uh it was actually the first time i ever broke 80 was up there so that was a special memory for me picked up my first eagle in that same round yeah. on that downhill par five so i mean kind of an easy one to get it on i mean if
1: you oh it's it's a fun little course it and, is uh, you know i i know it's it's somewhat semi-private public or whatever but it's a great course always in great shape. always in great shape always um, coming from out west i mean i definitely have some favorites out there spy gosh hills is one of my favorite golf courses okay. and and one of my all-time favorites is and not a lot of I guess some people probably know about Tiempo. Yeah, yeah. My, oh, yeah. My brother played uh, college golf out there. He went, he went to San Jose State, and that was their home golf course. And he uh, played a lot of golf out, out of tiempo and uh, and so on and so forth. So I've been around. Yeah. I, I have never been fortunate. One of the courses I bucket list, Cypress Point, carried my brother's Ugh. bag out there. He's played a lot of amateur golf. What is that um, like in person? It's beautiful to look at. I I, yeah. I have never been able to play it. I've been on it. It's, it's, it's amazing. I feel like that's I mean, one of those places just to even be on there would just be like. That man. whole area down there, it has some, I mean, there, there's a couple courses down there and, and they start to play them now in, in, in the AT&T, Monterey Peninsula. Yep, yep. You know, those courses used to kind of be hidden and you didn't see they were all in, within that 17-mile drive, but uh, beautiful, beautiful. Golf. The shore course out there is one of my favorites that's awesome yeah so what what is your favorite course what it's hard to pick i mean like i said yeah. like spyglass hills one of my yeah. favorite golf courses yeah i mean it's 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 just you, know, you got some holes that are out there in the you know that go out yeah. to the ocean in the sand and then it's just uh one of my one of my favorites and, and past tiempo kind of a touch up the toss up between two both sure i, I love Passy. that's awesome and actually, I guess if you want to go back, SF Golf Club. I, I did get a chance to play there, and San Francisco wow. Golf Club was was another good one. Man. So, yeah,
0: you've got to so, play some yeah. pretty uh, decent ones well, up in Well, we had that quite a few North in the Carolina. Bay Area. I mean, yeah. we were yeah. able to play Olympic yeah.
1: Club, you know, a time or two. Um, really? Man. So, I mean, it was uh, – uh, Northern California has a lot of great golf. Yeah, it a lot does. It has a lot of great golf. But, uh, not cheap on the pocketbook, though. No, but um, <laughs> being a golf course superintendent yeah, um, and being in the perks. business, um, you know, we don't haven't ever had to pay anywhere. So that's hey, you know, <laughs> so I, I got to give it, and, and, and that's amazing. The guy that brought me into the business and taught me so much. Uh, we used to play a lot of golf where I moved out here, and, and we we would go all around the Bay Area and just and just find somewhere to play. So, yeah, we, since coming care. out here, and like I said, getting in some projects and stuff. Uh, yeah. things have slowed down, but I'm looking forward to kind of. You know, working on these projects in the off season and then go ahead and start starting to get out and play some golf with, with some of the members man I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to it that'll be good um what are some other? so we have the bunker renovation
0: project that we're going to be wrapping up over the next little bit what what's kind of i mean you know i imagine you're not just looking three to six months out what else is on the horizon for you guys or any other projects that you're wanting to tackle or task or just areas of the course that you see that man we could really improve this here
1: yeah, most definitely. Well, I want to work on some tee boxes out there. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're we're looking at some, like I mentioned earlier, you know, tee box on fourteen, maybe some other areas. I'm looking at like sixteen, I mean, it wouldn't be much, but I'm looking at expanding that that tee box just a little bit in the back back there, and it doesn't seem like much, but just take some of that flowering out back there and just kind of make it more classic golf. Just some tee boxes. I also want to do some things with the driving range. Oh, like I, what I, I want to get over there and, and and just you know make it make the targets a little bit more visual sure Uh, and then we also me and tyler have talked about it we want to get over there and make kind of a kind of a little wedge area where you know we kind of just below where the t is we're going to go ahead and try to flatten an area out over there and and work on that and then give it you know like just where you can maybe some not what we're not sure what we're going to use for targets out there but give it just some some shots where you can work some wedges you know just real short and kind of just have maybe some kind of like bricks or something out there. And I'm not, and not even just a brick out there, but just something yeah. so you'll be able to hit a 25, 35, sure. 45. And just we don't have the best range, but kind of work with some of those areas. Yeah. And then also around the clubhouse, I mean, me and Tyler are always talking. I kind of want to make it accessible to get some carts around and get a little closer to the driving range, you know, so maybe a pathway around, okay. work, on, work on a pathway down below the putting green and chipping green and give them in their parking area and stuff. Because it's just yeah. hard to get carts around out there. It is and, a little bit, yeah. And and I'm, I'm not saying we can do it all right away, but we're kind of looking at just some areas where, you know, we can get with uh, Charles from General Shale. He gives us a big hand uh, of getting us some material, and we can go ahead and make some of these turnouts. and get, So some members can get down in there and get, and get a little closer to the chipping green and maybe use it a little bit more often.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I love the chip and Green that yeah. we have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I enjoy going to the range and just, like, practicing. I mean, I'm a big fan of walking. Um, during the summer months, I'll kind of forgo that for about two or three of them. I, if it's above 85, I'm like, honestly, yeah. I'm not that invested in walking. Uh, give me a cart. But I noticed this last uh, weekend I was out, and it was like – I say low seventies when we teed off and got up to like eighty two. I'm like oh, that's uh, that's that's walking weather for me, and so yeah. I'm excited about that. But
1: I and, also and, love and that's what's just...
0: nice about
1: Johnson City very friendly to walking. Walk very to I mean, you know, I, I, I've seen so many courses, you know, and not to keep going back, but about west where I grew up. I mean, they're just you know they're lined by houses, they're yeah, lined by houses, and 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 you literally have no. I mean, one of the courses I was at an assistant when I was in the early nineties was Oakhurst Country Club and, and and it it literally was lined by houses. I mean, yep. you had 10 yards of rough and you had mm. you know, they built 6,000 it, we worked for a home developer and he built 6,000 houses around it in 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 the little 7-acre loop that it was.
0: Yeah. The uh, you know, I I love uh Blackthorn Plain over there that's in town, but they there's a couple not not too many, but there's a couple holes though that I'm like I'm not going to hit the house, but if it went bad, like I could hit this house. And oh, yeah, it, most it, like, like, there is. Thankfully, I mean, like, I feel like three is the only hole and if you just slice your drive pretty bad, like, coming up. I feel like, uh, is there really any other – I don't think there's any other holes that I would really even, like,
1: consider anything in play on. No. Yeah, and, and it's and, really nice. And it's really nice because you're in the heart – you're in John City. So, you yep. think that, you know, if you're going to have houses around, they're going to be close by, but it, yeah. it's really not. So, yeah. and, and I think three – I mean, you can get into some of them over there, but it's really, like I said, the only stretch. It's so the only one. For a golf course, once again, it's perfect for me because I don't have a lot of south. So I don't have a lot of – I don't have people calling. I mean, sure. when I was out at, at Oakhurst, out in California, I mean, we had to wear these uh, meters to – decibel meters. Yeah. And to, to just, we could only be on certain holes that – we could get to the third hole at this time. We could get to the fourth hole at this time. We could get, to, you know, and we had to have them on, you know, even where if we had walk, walking greens, whatever, and we had to wear them on every piece of equipment to let them know what, what piece of equipment could be on what hole at what time. So that was another challenge, but that was
0: that's a years ago. <laughs> that's a challenge. Um, yeah, I think that's one thing I like for being in the middle of Johnson city. When I'm out there, especially walking, like I'm like, it is so quiet out here. Like it's just quiet. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's peaceful. I mean, it's just it's not, it's a nice place to play golf. It's a
1: very nice place, and it's a very playable golf course for for all skill levels. I it mean, really it, is. Yeah, you know, it's it, it doesn't have the humongous length, but like I said, all the things all the changes that are being made, are, I, I think, are just going to enhance that golf course for years to come.
0: For sure. And then, like I noticed, the guys that do have some good length and can take advantage of it. Um, especially if you don't play out there often, those greens can present some challenges to you to where you think you're like, oh, I'm only so far out, this is an easy birdie hole. And I'm like, uh oh, yeah, well,
1: you'll figure out where that pin's placed here in a second and you'll probably rethink that. <laughs> yeah. If you look, I mean, we just had the tailing house and stuff and, yeah. you, and look what those guys did. I mean, l- let's get the greens quick and l- yep. let's, uh, you know, mm. and, and we're, and we're going to have more of that going on next year. Like I said, we were doing everything construction wise in house. So, you know, some of that was, you know, I mean, the golf course, I didn't say suffered, but, I mean, there's things that we'll be doing next year, you know, that we weren't able to do this Man. year. So, you know, That's as far exciting. as – Yeah, it is because, I mean, I, I definitely I, – I want greens rolling fast on a daily basis. I want them to, you know, obviously maybe tweak up for a tournament or something, sure. but – um. Uh, Every day, I want those members that don't play in those tournaments to enjoy those greens. Yeah, you know the same way. And, and we have small greens. And, yeah, and, and yeah. But, but that's that's the challenge of the golf course. That's that's the teeth of the golf course. You got two acres of greens. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I'm going to tell small.
0: people I don't hit a lot of greens in Reg. I'm be like, ours is so small. <laughs> they're and small. That, that's why. Like, hey, yeah. I, I won't
1: put it on me. It's some of the small <laughs> square footage I've I, I've had since really? being in the business. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. when I
0: think about it, I mean, it feels like
1: some of them are kind of big, but then yeah, other ones are like yeah these. They're small, like I say, When I go yeah. to, and, and and when I you know equate them out and 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 you know the square footage I got from marking them off and, and, and knowing what I got to spray, it's it's like lessons. It's about two acres, a little over two acres, so one hundred ten thousand square feet, which is about two and a half. But that's counting collars and everything. So yeah, it, there, that's a small amount of greens. I, you know, what's normal? Uh, like for just for re- normal average older golf course, probably three three and a half acres. Oh wow! But okay. um, you know, some of the newer ones could yeah. have as much as
0: four or five acres of greens. Oh, I yeah. I went out and played um, up in Michigan, the south course up at the Arcadia area. And those greens, I'm like, dude, I mean, there were some greens that were like 70, 90 yards yeah. long. And I'm like, like, what in the world? Like, yeah. this isn't ins- like, it's like, oh, you don't want to two putt. And you're like, I mean, yeah, I'm on the green, but I'm <laughs> 65 yards away. Like, well, yeah. I, I feel like you're... I noticed I hit more greens that day, but then, like, I also, yeah. my putting average is higher because I'm like, yeah, because, like, you're so far away from the So hole. far away. Yeah. And I think that's what's fun about going and playing a new place sometimes. Like, you, you just don't know. You can look at the whole flyovers and get a good idea, but until you're actually, like, on the green, really there, yeah. it's tough. And so I think, yeah, people can sometimes look at the scorecard and be like, oh, it's not very long and get excited. Yeah. But I've also noticed if people can putt, they can take advantage of it out yeah, there. Most yeah, most
1: definitely. Yeah, but um, you know the scores weren't ridiculously crazy no. during Tillinghast, like I said, and there was, you know, we had some some pins out there that you know presented some challenges. So yeah,
0: yeah. I bet uh, the uh, I I wanted to play that this year it didn't quite work out for me. I honestly probably not quite good enough of a golfer to really give it a go. But I'm like I think it'd be really fun. So I'm hoping next year it kind of times up nicely. Yeah, but I think that'd be a fun one. I know member guest I played in. That was that was such a great time. I mean, the course was awesome there. My buddy Justin Kelly, he's played out there a few times with me, and I mean, he just rants and raves about the place. So you you guys have crushed it. Well, um, like I said, I, I get I get praise every single time. Man, this place looks awesome. Uh, the Byler brothers that have been out there, uh, Matt Whistmore and some of these guys that are like. Anytime I ever shoot them a text of "Hey, you trying to play this weekend?" They're like at Johnson City, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, that works for me."
1: Well, we appreciate it, and like I said, I got a great group of guys. We're not big, but like I said, we we got a good core, and and, and we're looking forward to just continuing to make that experience better and better and better. And like I said, this year I felt was good, but I mean, it was a construction year. So like I said, all yeah. these things haven't come in. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the other six holes wrapped up this fall. And 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 through the winter, and and when we come out next spring, um, you know some of the newer holes may lag a little bit behind, but but the majority of it's going to be right right on point, and and it's it's only going to get better and better. So that's awesome. I'm excited about it. I am too. All right, let's
0: go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to do another ad read, and then we'll jump back into the episode. All right. If you live in the Tri-Cities area and you're having some problems with your back saying you're maybe not feeling the most aligned or maybe something's a little off and you can't quite put your finger on it, then what you should do is go and see Piney Flats Chiropractic. Uh, Dr. Sherry Wingate, who is one of our league sponsors and is the mom of Calvin Wingate, and I know that you guys, if you listen to this podcast, have heard that name a time or two before. Uh, She's a big contributor to what we do here, and she not only helps us out as a league, but she helps our members out. We have uh, multiple members that go and check her out regularly and she helps keeps them aligned. So if you think you're feeling a little out of whack, trying to feel a little bit better, just get um, some better overall health, uh, then going to seeing Dr. Sherry Wingate at Piney Flats Chiropractic is a great option for you. All right. So we're going to dive in and just uh, kind of cover a little bit of our two man championships uh, results that we had out in Southern Pines. That was a really fun, um, weekend Uh, we first started off with our round at highlands uh, golf club it's a veteran owned uh, golf course out in southern pines and everyone that played that it was kind of like our filler budget course and after we played that people were like wait that was the budget course and i that's how i felt i was like wow that was way nicer than i expected and so when you think you're filling in with the budget course and you get a course that you're actually like damn i'd I'd go back and play that again that's a win um next day we switched over to tobacco road we both played better than we did the day before. Moved our team up into a tie for third, uh, which is pretty nice. I played that round um, with Dan Green and Jacob Long. Uh, after playing, I asked Jacob Long what he thought of Tobacco Road, and he said, that's a top-two course, and it's not my number-two course I've played. And I was like, okay, sounds right. good. Sounds good. like you were a fan. It also helps that their team shot the lowest score on the day, and Jacob made, I think, a – two you know, probably like three solo birds and a solo eagle um so when you're when you're kind of doing that out there i said that it contributes to the fun factor a little bit um on our first day we played with uh brad nagley and jeremy beechner they were a blast um you know brad you've heard us on here he's won two of our major tournaments great player but uh jeremy that day just put on a clinic. at one point they went on a six hole birdie stretch against us and i mean it, it was just the same thing like Two hundred and eighty-five yard drive, dead center fairway, approach shot to seven feet, make putt, bird, move on. And like we, me and Fawn, through that six-hole stretch, we played at two under, and we were four strokes down. That's and cool. we were like, 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 like what, <laughs> what, what, are do we do? doing? What do are do we do? doing here? Like we're playing good golf, and we're like, <laughs> and damn, we're getting shelled, <laughs> getting shelled. Yeah, and I mean, thankfully they came back like down the earth, the back nine, but like. Boy, yeah, Hole, holes uh, four through nine was like, all right, boys, like, what, what are we watching here? Um, and then in the final day, we played our round at Mid-Pines. Um, we played that with uh, Corey Smart and Justin Kelly. Um, Corey Smart uh, currently sitting at uh, top of the leaderboard in our league standings this year, so this is a big tournament for him. Um, he always seems to show up come tournament time, and they were actually tied third with us going into the weekend. And uh, I'll say it. This doesn't happen very often. But uh, not only did they beat us as a team, Max Kelly, uh, whose real name is Justin Kelly, but we're we're soon phasing that out. We're just going with uh, Max Kelly. He actually beat me head-to-head that day. Um, played some of the best golf I'd seen him play in a minute. And so they, they ended up beating me and my partner out for a third-place finish for them. So I was happy for them. Uh, Corey's continuing his good uh, – quest to be the league champion this year i know last year he was runner up and felt like damn that was mine to get and i couldn't quite grab it he said this year i'm coming back with a vengeance and uh he's doing what needs to be done but uh the final results for that weekend were six plays uh ben byler and nolan die they played okay golf for two days and then fell off the face of the earth the third so we're not even going to discuss their final score on the weekend but just Thanks for coming out, um, and everyone had a lot of fun playing with you guys. Uh, then Alex Hallman and Zach Hill, uh, they they finished fifth. They were, I think, three strokes going back from us into the final day, and Alex was talking a little smack. He, we don't talk a lot of smack to each other, but uh, he's like, yeah, I think we're going to get you. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know if you're smoking, man, but let's, <laughs> let's just go ahead and stop that. Needless to say, they did not catch us. Uh, We finished in fourth, me and Justin Fawn, who's our defending league champ from last year. Uh, Corey Smart and Justin Justin Kelly with a super respectable third-place finish. Um, We had Brad Nagley and Jeremy Beechner, who were the favorites to come in and win. Um, But they got upset and beat by Dan Green and Jacob Long. Uh, It was a very tight tournament all the way through at one point with four holes to go uh there was three teams within three strokes of the lead one that was only one behind and so we were like "Uh oh they're feeling a little pressure here um so it was a really fun weekend but before we started our final round um we saw some of the members on the range warming up and we decided you know it'd be pretty good as uh well as jeremy our league pro what he thinks of our guys warming up so let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of our live recording uh from before our final round we're here um getting ready at mid pines on the range before the final day of the two-man championship and uh kind of looking at the dudes getting ready to make a mess of things out here jeremy what are you seeing from us on the range this morning
2: live on the range uh we got lefty zach hill on the far left of the range being a lefty that's very dangerous especially groups just across the cart path here but we'll see what he does here oh smoothing it Love it. We love to see that. You got uh Crip, also known as JT, stumbling around the range with a T in his mouth. <laughs> We're all concerned he's gonna swallow us as he takes these back swings. But he's doing all right. Then we got Alex. This is what Alex does here. He's teeing up a pitching wedge, it looks like. Let's see what happens. Pull the trigger, Alex. You can do it. You got it. And do guy. it. And a little slicey. Yep. It's all right there, here comes Corey. With the Corey Patton fade, Corey Patton fade. Wait for the Chuck Norris kick move here with the driver in a second. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> then we got muscles here, Justin Fawn. His thighs are popping through the seams, and yeah, not what I like snappy, to see from my snappy into the net here. Oh, the two guys on the end we don't know, but write their swings too. Why not? Yeah. So we got turquoise uh, rose shirt here with the all black on black socks and shoes. This guy's definitely a gamer. Look at that club waggle. Yeah, with the skin-tight fade. Ooh, that's actually really smooth. Wow.
0: Not bad. And behind us in the cart, we're looking over here at Ben Byler. Who,
2: what have what you seen from him this morning? Uh, he's he's definitely not a range rat, but I definitely think he's one of the players where he just methodically is going to think his way around the golf course with maybe one or two spews here and there. But for the most part, my money is on him to make a comeback today.
0: I think that's a good pick. He's a strong player, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, I'm playing with Justin Kelly today, also commonly known as Max. What are we what are we expecting from Justin today?
2: Well he's played that garbage last two days, so you can't play garbage <laughs> three days in a row. It's just impossible for a dude's a hazard player to play three garbage three garbage days in a row. So I'm expecting great shit out of him today. I'd love to hear that. And then
0: uh, you know, you and Brad sitting in uh, second place right now. A little bit of work to do five
2: strokes out of the lead but what are what are we seeing for today from you guys have you seen our outfits today yeah like, pretty quick like we're yeah there's no way we can lose today like if the if the apparel gods came down like they're like just give us the trophy now yeah like these guys need it yeah let's just let's just take fin scooters out and mess around and be done with the day so yeah just look for us at the champion circle when we get done because we piss excellence today so excellent <laughs> and what do you have to say for i guess your competitors jacob and uh dan they got that lead
0: on you What are, what are they gonna have to do
2: uh, just watch the show, boys. It's it's going to be fire today.
0: All right. Well, that's, uh I guess, live on the range before the final day of our two-man championship. This should be a great one, and we'll see how this shakes out. Well, um, last time we did this before a round, we interviewed uh, Justin Fawn, and he bought pretty much the same confidence, and then he shit the bed. Um, <laughs> and, well, <laughs> I mean, Jeremy and Brad, it sounded like you were pretty confident you guys were going to win. And uh, I think if you were just listening to this, you heard the – The the winners were not named uh, Jeremy and Brad, so uh, that was fun getting to do that. I think that's something we'll do before more of our tournaments. Um, But let's go ahead. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to go ahead and go into our hazard time segment. Uh, We're going to put five minutes on the clock and just see what me and uh, Steve come up with here uh, for our questions. So let's go ahead and get this kicked off. Steve, you got a question first?
1: How long has the dudes been? Been a league.
0: Yep. So started this, uh, officially founded in 2021. So really new to this. This is our second year, um, this season doing it. And, uh, it was fun. We, we had just, uh, 21 members our first year. We got 54 this year. I think that's still going to keep climbing. Um, in 2020, we kind of did a test trial run where there was just 12 of us that played some golf and stuff. So it's been really fun watching, uh, the growth of this league just in such a short amount of time. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So, uh, I know you're not getting to play as much anymore, but back in the day, it sounds
1: like you got to play a pretty uh, fair amount. What's uh, what's your best score to date? Best score to date is a 69. Uh, Man, I shot that a few nice. times. Um, we used to have a good high school golf team. My brother was a very competitive golfer, played some mini tours and stuff, and uh, our, our our team was was we were a pretty solid golf team. We got to play um, some pretty good golfers and and had a pretty good. Um, pretty good go of it but uh i was number two on the team and uh i did shoot 169 sixty it's the only time i have broke 70 though
0: hey i mean that's pretty awesome uh as somebody who's not broke 70 or broke par uh that's that's sounds almost like an unachievable number to shoot but uh i mean that's pretty awesome
1: uh, unfortunately i don't get there very much anymore but um i, I try to still keep it somewhat respectable
0: yeah what uh What's a course that maybe – I know you played a lot of out west um, back in the day and played a couple of places around here. What's a course on the east coast that you've got your eye on and wanting to go
1: check out, try to get around in that? I don't know if I'll ever be able to play it, but definitely a course that I, mean, that I want to go see is Augusta National. I mean, yeah. I, being, out, being now that I'm out here, I've, being that I've seen Cypress Point out west, I, I kind of want to see what I consider to be Cypress Point out this way, which would be Augusta National. As far as playing-wise – um wouldn't mind going down and playing uh east lake something like yeah. that or quail hollow yeah you know a couple of those are on the on the bucket list
0: there's a lot of really good courses here in the southeast i mean you got you got to travel a little bit to some of them but i mean like all a lot of them are a really good good doable weekend trip
1: most definitely like yeah, you, can, you can get to them and uh look forward to trying to get out and around a little bit more
0: yeah uh earlier but before we recorded, we were talking a little bit about McLemore. Um I know they, they have a halfway decent finishing hole.
1: Some might say. Um, what's, what's your takes on getting down there for a round? It looks spectacular, and, and would love the opportunity. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think that would be amazing. I mean, that that that's amazing. It's so picturesque. I mean, it's it is
0: the breathtaking. <laughs> it, it's honestly insane. The I mean, the work that had to go into putting a golf hole there. I can't even imagine. And now, like from their main clubhouse, you can like look across, I guess, one of the ravines, and they're building another eighteen-hole course really? that's totally walkable up there. That I guess like fourteen of the holes have like views hanging off the mountain. So they're they're putting that they're turning that into a special place.
1: Most definitely down yeah, there. Definitely would like to get down there. Just being in the golf business, just love to see you know all the different. All the different places. Yeah. What's your, uh,
0: I, I ask a lot of guys this, uh, coastal, mountain golf, desert golf, what's your, kind of your favorite, what, what do you like to see?
1: I'm a mountain golf guy.
0: Yeah, I, nice. I, I
1: really enjoy mountain golf. I, I, I really do. From um, Mount West, I mean, we, we did play along along the coastlines, but um, I, I really enjoy mountain golf. I mean, we used to get out and, and, and get up into Lake Tahoe area and play Edgewood and, oh, and, and those places, and, and, and those are some of my favorite, Incline Village, um, some of my favorite golf courses. Had a chance to play Mountaintop out out this way up in Cashers, and uh, it, it it was a treat, man. It really was a treat. That's awesome. The uh,
0: well, what um, let's see, favorite club in the bag. Favorite
1: club in the bag. It's got to be the driver. Yeah, I mean, yeah, rip the big stick. I, I used, to, used, to, used to used to used to hit a little longer than I do nowadays, but yeah, it's the driver. Uh, the wedge is is definitely not not the favorite.
0: <laughs> That's fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Um, and then I guess last question I have for you. You're at the turn round's not going quite how you wanted but we're like we're gonna pick it up at the turn what's your drink of choice it's got it's got to be a dark beer dark be beer, a dark
1: beer or ipa one of the two man definitely uh I, i'm i'm a, i go to go to the beer that's, not not a big big hard alcohol fan but definitely definitely a good ipa or a good dark beer the old birdie juice get it going most certainly that's awesome well,
0: guys, thanks for listening in to uh, this week's episode. I had a great time having Steve on. Um, for those of you that have gotten out and played Johnson City with me, this is the guy behind making that course look so great. So thanks for all your hard work, for your team's hard work, and it's
1: been a pleasure uh, getting to talk this episode. Thank you so much for having me on. It was, it was a pleasure, and I, I, I would welcome to come back the opportunity. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, as always, dudes, keep
0: it classy.